Welcome back, number two of the day, and today is uh, something we've been planning for a while. Kelsey Kraft, my good friend, you've seen her in the back seat, now she's oh. the second time in the front seat, and she is Miss Florida for America right now. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It's coming, uh, the competition's right around the corner, the pageant. I leave next Thursday. I fly to Vegas next Thursday for nationals, yes. The, wow. the first ever Miss for America pageant. And. Yeah. It's actually a really big event, but what's interesting is uh, the people who, who own the pageant, tell me about that. Okay, so the Mrs. America system has been the most highly respected Mrs. Pageant for many, many years, and it's been held in Vegas. I get to perform on the stage uh, where Elvis Presley performed oh, many me. shows, yes. so that's going to be so cool. Yes. Um, but... The Marmels are the ones who own the national pageant, but the Seagulls, Jackie and David Siegel, are my directors for the state of Florida. They okay. own the Florida division, and oh, I'm very, right. I am very fortunate for them to be my directors and guiding me to the national stage um, because I did this pageant really in honor of them and for their cause, and that's how I got involved um, because of their daughter, which and, is what we'll talk about. Yeah, and their cause is, and you are very passionate about this. Tell me all about it. So they started Victoria's Voice Foundation. Um, in honor of their daughter, Victoria, who lost her life to a drug overdose um, at the age of 18. Wow. So they have basically given all of their time, money, efforts, passions towards, you know, honoring her and spreading awareness about mental health and substance use. Um, I was told about this pageant, asked to compete, and, you know, I was like, man, I'm a, a full-time working girl. Right. What's in, what, why would I, should I do this? And yeah. A very close friend of mine told me about Victoria's story and it just really touched my heart and here I am. Got the state title and want to do a lot of good things for her and the Seagulls. Yeah, it's amazing. So, so far you've gone through uh, the state of Florida kind of elimination, yes? Yes, okay. I am Miss Florida for And her. then you became Miss Florida. Yes. Um, that was a whole uh, process for you. Tell me how long that took. I competed in May. I, you know, competed on a stage. We do um, interview swimsuit and evening gown, and I was crowned middle of May, and I've spent the last couple of months preparing um, for the national competition and doing a lot of service work and community outreach throughout our state. Wow. So one of the things that uh, they give you, uh, one of the things you kind of have to do, right, is be into something that you're passionate about, and that's kind of like your platform. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of people don't understand pageantry, and yes, we do have, you know, that onstage performance, but I think the key piece in personal development and women in pageantry these days is people who really want to make a difference in their community. Mm -hmm. So a lot of women have their own personal platforms and messages that they want to share. Right, because everybody comes with, like, an agenda, like, this is why I want to do this, to spread yeah, the word. Yeah, to spread the right. word. That's and what I was trying to say. Load, you you said it scale. better than me. Damn it. <laughs> And you know, it really worked out for me because I've spent a lot of time, you know, as a physician assistant, I'm very passionate about prevention and health awareness and education. And I was able to just kind of piggyback that onto that and really get involved with their foundation and talk about mental health because, as you know, it's becoming very, very prevalent and we need it at the forefront of conversations, which is why I want to talk with you today. Great. So, so tell me um, some of the things that you're really working towards and how, um, how you feel about it. 
So many people do not know that Florida just became the third state in the country behind New York and Virginia to require mental health education in public schools this upcoming school year. So oh, wow. this is uh, just was approved and announced through the Florida uh, Department of Education and through our governing offices that every year 6th through 12th graders will be required five hours of training on mental health and substance use. Oh. So that really launched and they're looking at it and the schools and school districts and leaders are saying, okay, what's going to be relevant to the different ages in the different times and what do they need to know? Is so, this a specific class or this is course curriculum inside of like health health class or whatever they have? It's, it's going to look different for the different schools. So each school and school district can make their own proposal as wow. far as what they what they want to teach their students and what will be included in their curriculum and who their educators will be. So that's kind of where I come into play. Um, I heard of this and I've been in conversations and meetings with Florida First Lady Casey DeSantis. That was really cool. I was just in Tallahassee this Wednesday morning. I saw with her. all the pictures on the gram. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, that was just a wonderful meeting. She has started an initiative. She helped get this launched. She is starting a resource guide that will be available to everyone online. It's called Hope for Healing Florida and it's going to be a one-stop shop for resources and information for parents and for students that anyone can go to. So I spoke with her. We're going to be partnering together. She wants to use me as one of her speakers going throughout the state. That is awesome. I'm so thrilled. Yeah, congratulations. Thank great. you. And I brought it to her attention, the Seagull story about, you know, Victoria's voice and what that means to me and to all of us and how we can kind of use that as part of maybe the curriculum or speakers that are coming into the schools because it's something that people need to hear. So oh, let me show you. Show me. So this is, Vic don't, you can't look at it, but okay. this is Victoria's yeah. voice. Um, this is her book. Um, she, this was actually her diary and it was her wish that her life would make a change and make an impact on other people and she told a friend to have her diary found and was willing to have that published so wow. her parents actually put some more information into the book in the beginning and at the end but it's her diary and what she went through um, through anxiety, depression, getting into to drug use, how that all kind of came about. And her family was like very successful, very prominent, right? Yes, and it's they're very open into sharing that, you know, it was happening and they were not aware. And right. that's something that that's not something to be shameful of. They're right now using their story to make good of it and they just keep pushing along saying hey parents need to read this book this could change your child's life this can open up conversations as to you know what's what are the kids going through yeah. it's part of my mission to get it into the hands of people who are you know involved with children maybe that being teachers or school counselors they already know kind of what to look out for um it's it's great you can get it um at Barnes and Noble and you okay. can get it on Amazon and it, it really changed the trajectory of what I was going to do. It wasn't until I read this book that I decided to compete in the pageant. Really? Yeah. Wow. My, my friend said, Kelsey, you should do this pageant, read this book. And I finished it and signed up. So you were ready. Yeah. That's, uh, that's impressive. That it's really very is. educational of it. You know, because the last time you talked, you thought that maybe you were going to hang up your crown. Right? I think I've learned that you and never say like, retire because there's no. Always... I have something else I need to do now. 
Yeah, that, that's exactly a good way to put it is I have something else that I need to do. And right. I am just really called to make this a topic of conversation that's continually going. I mean, five hours annually is great, but in, in my eyes, that's not even enough. Sure. But let's start there. Florida, I know they've made some strong statements that they really want to set the bar for what the um, national standards should be. I mean, Florida being only the third state, they really want to yeah, set the precedence for getting this in all states, uh, mental health education, substance use awareness, and, and safety protocols. Is the is the pageant going to be televised or is it live or how can we see it? It will be live streamed. Yes. It'll be live streamed. And what's yes. the website? That's Do we know? I, I, I will be publishing Because I don't know what either. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be publishing Well, we'll put a link up stuff. so people can find it. That's pretty simple. But it might even be like a, a new link, right? Because when it goes live, they might have a specific yeah. uh, URL. So Correct. that's fine. And but we'll do it. We'll get it. That the, way people can see it. And the important thing when watching these pageants is that no one gets to see the behind-the-scenes work. Right. No one gets to see the one-on-one -on -one interviews with the judges. No one gets to see what all of the wonderful women are doing leading up to the pageant and sure. even after in their communities and their states so that's something I really wanted to share is this is a message that you know a constant conversation I'm having is what can we do what organizations need to hear this message I've been um, looking you've been traveling everywhere that is correct yeah. I did make a vow to visit all 67 school districts during my year so really? I will be, yes I will be very busy and I'll be working with Casey and the seagulls as well um, to make that happen not only just for a personal goal but because I don't want a pocket of the state to be unreached yeah. um, I've been going to boys and girls clubs pay I center for girls yeah. is a good organization that will, you know, after school programs and in the schools. So kids can talk about, you know, where do I go? Um, Hope for Healing will have that link where kids can say, you know, I'm being bullied. What should I do? I'm feeling depressed or anxious. What should I do? Uh, the National um, Suicide Hotline and Prevention Hotline will be, is on the website already. Yeah. Um, I'm going to personally be putting, I, I talked to um, Mrs. DeSantis about, getting that out to all the students even if they haven't been spoken to yet or you know learn about the curriculum yeah. getting them that resource and knowing that it's there so you know on my autograph cards for example i'm going to have her website and the links of and the you know the suicide hotline as well um is there a specific message you want to get across to uh people that watch the show because there may be something that you want to tell i want to make sure that anything that you have to say I don't want to interrupt. I want to make sure that we're getting out the right stuff. But I do know that um, you're working very hard, that you're very passionate, that you're going to be across the whole state, right? You go to And like, the country. We're going to get yeah, it. Yeah, of course. We're going to do Miss for America, and I'm going to be traveling all the way to So the what's going to happen when you win? You have to yeah. then go across the whole country, every school district? You Man, not every school district. Right. It's You'll called divide and conquer. Yeah. Yes. So the important things that I want people to know just in general is looking out for those red flags, having a constant conversation, whether that be in the home or schools in, or in programs, people, and adults too. Right now, you know, I'm focusing on the school, the school age children, sixth through 12th grade, but you know, 50% of mental illness begins before the age of 14. So to be looking out for that, to be talking about it, you know, we, there's a, there's a big thing happening where you think about, there can be circumstantial factors, uh, when people are in an adjustment, when people lose a loved one, but imagine the, like what you went through, you know, ages 
what, 13 to 18? Sure. How much change you went through, these kids changing schools, changing friend groups, changing yeah. passion, trying to find themselves and, you know. And now with find... the internet and all the bullying going on on Snapchat and everything else. And did you see that Snapchat has the new little uh, thing that says um, that if you share this message or something and it's bullying, you're going to be banned from the website? And... That is cool. Yeah. I don't. I do not have Snapchat anymore. Yeah. It was some just, of the new Some of the new little but... apps that add on to it will say that in red like it gives you like a warning if you're using this uh to bully yeah. they says specifically yeah, yeah. that is really because cool it, and it's they are i mean it's clearly like that's what the kids were doing with with um like the different vote for me or um you know polls and all this like do you hate you know such and such it was getting crazy like, yeah that's all they and they doing think they're it. invincible and yeah. i think one thing too is having those conversations with the kids of you're not going to be retaliated you can report bullying yeah. anonymously right that you know you won't be reprimanded for it for sure that you have support you have people in your corner and it's not acceptable and the other thing is is that some kids learn you know some t kids have great mentors at home great parents great conversations but they're spending how many hours in the school system yeah. with different influence Absolutely. of their peers and then there's others who kind of learn of what they think is appropriate behavior and how to treat people in the home That's so right. you have you know dip, you're coming from different ends of the spectrum that bullying is not okay bullying pro um, can provoke anxiety it can be circumstantial in that depression and that lack of belonging and then kids seeking out um, connections through other things and then there that's, that's where right. the substance use comes in and then also just a matter of how do we cope how do we teach the kids proper behavioral strategies and who to talk to before we just medicate because um drug addicts many times start you know with opioids and it's that numbing effect and you can read more and more about that and it'll be audience specific because you know certain grades don't necessarily need the same education about certain substances as right. you know maybe the high schoolers whereas yeah. it's more prevalent but things Although are this day and age who knows it's happening younger and yeah. younger and younger um you know, it, it's even a matter of, I had a friend, they, they said they're willing to share their testimony. I'm going to be putting on some oh, fundraisers. Um, they actually thought they were at, they were at a party. They thought they were going to be smoking weed and they ended up smoking um, crack cocaine and became addicted. First try. No way. Yes. First try. Get out of here. Yeah. Just because of that addictive personality and, and being aware of, you know, your family history as far as is. Um, does addiction run in my family? It doesn't have to be my family was addicted to X. It could be my, you know, I have a family member who was addicted to, was maybe an alcoholic, but you could be more prone to being addicted to drugs and um, depending on what you're exposed to. So that's really important. Um, just ongoing conversation and taking away that stigma. We always talk about, you know, destigmatizing mental health. Um, I can even share some personal stories that, you know, I was in college and I was going through depression, really truly and didn't talk to anybody about it except a, a guy I was dating at the time and I told him I said I think I'm depressed he was the very first person I verbalized to it and he told me that it was um he goes that's just a you know a matter of your mind that's a choice and um I think you should go yeah. to church more oh yeah that's gonna solve it sure so I think that equipping the students and parents with the right things to say if someone does approach you. Yeah. How can you support, you know, your peers and your and your students and your um, people at work, even an, an adult, that right. there's not a right answer. You don't tell someone who might be having, um, going through mental illness, you know, what to, you know, what to do, but saying, I'm here for you. 
I'm listening to you. And then being comfortable saying, hey, have you thought about getting, you know, professional help? Because there is no shame in, you know, seeking therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy and just having someone to talk to and listen. Therapists are trained professionals. And um, that's not a pride thing. That's, you know, important for our health. Absolutely. And I think school counselors, we're going to be probably equipping schools with more school counselors is my hope so they can be accessible. Yeah, I feel like there's like just a few at the whole entire school. It's... Just, yeah, just a few. It was like I, when I was in school, it was like maybe one. There was right. one school counselor. Yeah, there's like two. I think they That's have it? like two. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think that needs to be ongoing. I mean, even in the universities, it shouldn't stop at 12th grade, right? There's another Not transitional period in the in the public universities. And I spoke to um, Casey DeSantis about that, and she goes, that's great. We need to get into these universities, too. So it's going to be ongoing. It's going to be in the news. It's going to be probably in parent newsletters. It's going to be a lot of changes happening. And what, school year starts Monday? Tuesday, yeah. Well, Tuesday. For, yeah, here in Collier. I don't know. Is it Monday? In, uh, Somewhere. In you know, yeah. I mean, school is starting next week. That's right. They did That's all right. the backpack drives and everything. The kids are ready to go. And, um, it, you know, they need the school supplies, but they also need the um, mental equipment to, to handle the school year. That's true. That's true. Well, it was a pleasure. I always love talking to you and seeing you, Kelsey. You. Miss Florida for America, Kelsey Kraft. You guys, we're going to watch her do big things. She's going to be out there. Uh, when's the competition? Uh, the 16th through the 23rd. So 16th. the finals is the 23rd, and wow. we'll post the link to watch if anyone's well, good curious. Luck and thank yeah. you so much for coming And uh, here's here's Victoria's voice one more time. Yes. That's the book. Go out and get it. It's great. If you if you really are interested and cannot afford it, I will get you a copy. And so uh, they me. can find you on the gram. It's Kelsey. The, the gram. Yeah. Uh, I have Facebook, and you know you'll probably tag me yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Um, people can reach out, and right. Instagram. I have. A personal account, Kelsey Craft, and, and you the, the Florida new... account, which yes. is a cool one because that's like you can follow along what I'm doing with the kids that's and right. throughout the state. And that's Miss Florida FL, so Miss FL for America. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye, guys. This is the Bye. Captain's Log. We're out.